Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. so blessed that you're here because I know God's got a word for you. Um, I really just believe tonight that God's going to do something quite significant in your life. So um, as you're sitting there tonight, I just want you to know that I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end of this service to make a choice. I'm going to give you an opportunity to make a decision. So as I speak tonight, just open up your heart to what God wants to say into it. Because God knows your heart better than you know your own heart, to be honest. I don't know where you're at tonight. There's many of you from different walks of life, but I know that God knows where you're at, and God wants to meet you where you are at tonight. He loves you, and he's for you, not against you. He doesn't judge you. He wants to lead you into complete restoration and freedom. So I want you to just, let's just pray. Father, I just thank you uh, that you're here tonight. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're the one who moves upon our heart. And tonight, Lord, we take this opportunity to seize everything that you have already prepared for us. And tonight we want to thank you that you know us. And we want to thank you that you're leading us and you're changing us from glory to glory. I want to thank you that you are a father who just loves and cares. And so tonight we put our life in your hands and say, do what you want to do with us. We are yours in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to uh, go through a few things tonight, and one of the places that I want to visit is Joshua. And uh, it's quite an incredible story, the story of Joshua, how he leads. Uh, Moses first leaves the people out of Egypt into freedom, but they end up going around the wilderness for 40 years. And uh, then we have another leader that comes on the scene, and it's Joshua. And uh, God prepared, says to Joshua and speaks to Joshua so many things that enables a whole people group, a whole nation to move from one place to another. Now, we're doing a series called Oxygen right now, and it's all about prayer. But I want to say to you tonight that prayer is not just about all the things that we say and what we do. Prayer is also about hearing the voice of God. Because prayer is about relationship. Prayer is not a law. Prayer is not a rule. Prayer is a relationship and is like a communication. Um, Just as we communicate in different ways, so we communicate with God with prayer. But what would my marriage be like if all I did was just speak to Kevin and I didn't hear a word? Well, that'd be fabulous, wouldn't it? Um, Or vice versa, if it's nothing going to and fro. Um, Jesus, please. Um, But it wouldn't be relationship if one was not listening to the other. And that's so key in our relationships that we listen to one another. And often when we get a relationship breakdown, it's because maybe we've stopped listening. Um, But God wants us to listen as much as he wants us to speak. And throughout this, we see Joshua has really learned how to listen to God because if he hadn't have listened to God at this pivotal point in a whole nation's future, then they would not have been able to move into absolute freedom. And I want you to know when you hear the voice of God, you can start to move into absolute freedom. The key for you is to hear the voice from heaven, the voice of the Holy Spirit that speaks into your heart that every other noise, every other opinion, it passes by with the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit 
can cut through every noise. He can cut through all everything else. People say, no, I'm too distracted and I can't hear God. I tell you, if God wants to speak to you, you will hear his voice because my sheep hear my voice. You can bar if you like, but you are a sheep. And so, um, you know, God has already said to Joshua and he says, look, Tell the people, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. And I want to say to you today, if you respond to the call of God on your life, if you decide the right decision, take the right choice tonight, tomorrow God will do wonders in your life. So in other words, God is saying to Israel, get ready because something amazing is coming up. And I say to you today, get ready, because something incredible is coming out. God is taking you out of the norm and putting you into the extraordinary. Does anybody want to go with me? Good. It sounds like pretty much all of you tonight, so I'm winning already. So, um, we, you know, we need to invest a lot into just relating with God talking with God you know and I love prayer so you know for me I could go on and on and on about prayer but you know there's times when we're just speaking how we would just communicating there's times when we need deep discussions and it's the same with God but here God has spoken to Joshua and this is what it says in verse 1 of Joshua 1 After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses." And so here we have thousands upon thousands of people. We have the children of Israel at this place in time where they're entering out of an old and have been given the opportunity to enter into a new. They're standing on this new era of what God is going to do in their lives. An old season is going to pass away and a new season is going to Go forward. And I want to say to you, I felt the Holy Spirit that say that you are at this point where you can decide to leave the old behind and go into the new of what God has for you. Is anyone with me tonight? So I really believe that this is a word for us, a word for us individually, but also a word for us as a church. Because as Kevin spoke this morning, this is a different church. This is a different city. And God has a mandate for what is next. And the next that comes, we've known quite a difficult couple of years. I tell you what, what comes next will be so much greater than the former. If you've had a difficult few years, I want to tell you, if you make the right choice, God is going to yeah. do greater in your life than you've never, ever, you've not ever known before. Yeah. He doesn't just restore, he makes better. Yeah. But it's all down to your decision. It's all down to you hearing the voice of God. Because yes, as Laura said, good advice is good. But when you get one word from heaven, it will radically change your life. And so here we are, Israel is in this is place where they're on the edge of something new. They've been going around the desert for 40 years. 40 years. Who is 40 in this place? Anyone 40? Actually, for, congratulations. <laughs> 
So for the, your entire life, they've been going around a desert. <laughs> Imagine if your entire life was camping in a desert, wandering around a desert. I mean, not, some of you are only like 20-something, or maybe just that's half of your life. You think only half of your life. But so much more. You've got to get into your mind where, where they're at right now. They've been set free from slavery. They know what it is to be a slave. And now they're caught in this weird place. Because in this place, God is supplying their every need. In this desert place, God is still sustaining them. In this desert place, it's actually become familiar and it's actually become home. It's actually become safe. And who knows that our wilderness actually can become our home and actually can be our safe. But it's, and God will provide for that wilderness, but there is so much more. You see, they were getting manna from heaven every day. They're getting supplied for every day. It's literally, they go out and they gather the manna. They got quails. They got these things. And like, they're kind of not really having to do much. But God, out of his grace and out of his love, says, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to sustain you, even though this wilderness experience is not great at all. Nothing wore out. Here they are. And so, but they're, they're at this point now where actually they're looking this way. But that is terrifying because it is an unknown. How many of us know, right, this side of the decision is terrifying not knowing what it's going to pan out like. It's terrifying. Who am I going to be? How am I going to respond? How am I going to live if I make this crucial decision? Because they could have stayed. Joshua, if he hadn't heard from God, they would have stayed in the wilderness. But God said, this is the time, Joshua. It's time to move. It's time to get up. It's time to go into the unknown. But how often do we just stay in safe? Mm-hmm. Stay in the familiar. Yeah. Because if you can stay in familiar, at least you know what's coming next day. Yeah. Life is not, and we, we want to be so in control of our lives that we know what's coming next. And it's a kind of like letting go. But God is taking them out into faith. Yeah. And the word that God spoke to me today was containment. How many of us contain ourselves? We are contained by ourselves. We have boxed ourselves in. We have chained ourselves up by our own decisions. We have have limited our ability because we have decided to stay contained. But I want to say to you, if you decide to take a step of faith tonight... And hear the voice of God, you can step out of containment, out of your fear, out of your bondage, into freedom. Who's with me tonight? And so here we go. We have, I've got like, I just know that God brings you to a momentous moment. And I look back on my life and I can see those crucial momentous moments. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to look back on your life, you know, even... Not spiritually, but like where you decided to live. And you had no idea the impact it would make, the the person you decided to live with. You had no idea how much of an impact it would make. The decisions that you were brought to the edge of and you had to make a choice, the job, whatever it was. 
that that was a momentous moment. I remember in 1987, and Kevin and I were six weeks to getting married. And uh, it's a long time ago now. But six weeks to getting married, and I earned 20... I was a hairdresser, and I earned 26 pounds and 27p a week. And Kevin earned 40 pounds a week. And we were saving up to get married... Uh, we wanted, we needed a honeymoon, we needed a house, we needed all sorts of things. So we'd been saving for about a year, right? Hard, saving hard for a year. I mean, it had taken everything that we could get to just save. And it doesn't sound like very much that we saved, but it was an enormous amount to us. And here we are six weeks to the wedding, and we end up going to our, our local church at that time, And that morning, there was a missionary that was at the church and uh, an Indian pastor. And it was just an ordinary Sunday to me, really. Just, you know, if we can ever have one of those. And so this this guy was talking about an orphanage that he had in India. And, uh, you know, we just, I came home and and stuff like that. Next day, I'm at Kev's mum and dad's house. I'm sitting in the lounge, just minding my own business. And Kevin comes through with that face. Now, that face is a terrifying face. (laughs) The one that I wake up in the morning is more terrifying. (laughs) But it was, this is serious, babe. So he came through with that face, this is serious. And he says, sweetheart, he says, I believe God has spoken to me that we should give all the money that we have saved over the last year to the orphanage. (laughs) what do you think my response was I thought he'd gone completely and utterly mad for a start Uh, I burst into tears and I said what all of it and uh, yeah I think so but you know what I'm not going to do anything until God speaks to you well that puts a huge amount of pressure on (laughs) you doesn't it (laughs) so I cried and I cried and I cried and like God why would you ask us to do this this is insane you know, do you not know I want my dream wedding? Do you not know I want a honeymoon? Do you not care for me that we would have a house? All that kind of stuff. But God actually brought my heart completely round. And put, you know, when God puts a peace in your heart, it's, it passes man's understanding. It completely is, it doesn't even make sense, but there's a peace. And a peace entered into my heart and I said, sweetheart, I think you're right. So the next Sunday... We actually waited until we'd got the interest on the money and pulled all the money out. And I remember that amazing moment when we just went forward with this money. And it was like this moment, like the children of Israel, the old was behind and the unknown was ahead. And it was this momentous choice. We could have decided not to, but we decided to do. And as we decided to, not only was the orphanage blessed and and that, and six weeks to the wedding, we're like, okay. (laughs) Do you know, God supplied our every need, miraculously. Everything was supplied. We had the most incredible wedding. We were given a house. Um, we were, we went on a honeymoon because how, I don't know how we managed, I don't know, money came in left, right and centre. But most importantly, we learned how to trust God with our finances. And that was the point at which he was taking us to, 
to really trust him. And in that giving, that unlocked us into the promised land. Mm -hmm. That unlocked us into greater than what we had ever known before. Yeah. We, it unlocked us into promotions, yeah. into pay rises, into never lacking, into understanding the power of what God yeah. does through our life. Yeah. So I want you to say that God brings you to this momentous moments, these decisions, because he can see what's there even if yeah. we can't. Yeah. And he wants to bless you. He wants to take you into that promised land. You see, everybody has a wilderness. Yeah. Everybody has a wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one of you here who hasn't been through a wilderness experience. There's not one of you who've gone through dry land. There's not one of you that hasn't gone round and round in circles. There's not one of you that has wondered, what on earth is God doing? He promised something to me, and yet I'm still not seeing it. There's not one of you here who hasn't had a wilderness experience. But there's something about the wilderness that you actually do hear the voice of God. If you're in relationship and you've been praying and you've been investing all the time when you come to a wilderness experience, because that's what's going to happen at some point, then you will hear the voice of God and he will lead you out. He will lead you into the promised land. You see, you can stay in the tent of your dwelling or you can make a home in the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. And so I want to just go through a few things in how to make it the right decision. You see, first, God, when he speaks to Joshua, he addresses the past. And I, wanna, I just want to encourage you tonight that God is interested in your past. Because yeah. he says to Joshua, he says, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Yeah. Mm. They couldn't enter the promised land until Moses had popped his clogs. <laughs> and Moses, a bit earlier, said, Joshua, I'm off to die. See you later, mate. And off he goes. And I can imagine at that point, Joshua is like, oh, my word, it's down to me. Oh, my word. But here is Moses, and he's dead. And, and God addresses his past and said, look, this is now finished. This time, this season is now finished so that you can go into the new. Yeah. And God speaks over your life tonight, whether you believe it or not, because he stretched out his hands and he said upon the cross, it is finished. Yeah. Your sickness is finished. Yeah, your affliction yeah, yeah. is on. finished. Your addiction is finished yeah, yeah, yeah. in the name of Jesus, yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah. that's what Come God on. says. And he addressed the past on the cross. He addressed the past and he said, it is Finished. Your yeah, habit yeah. is finished yeah, in yeah. Jesus' name. Your heartache is finished yeah. in Jesus' name. Your shame is finished. Your yeah. sin is finished. This is it. Put it to the past and look to the future because God has the promise of what you're going to walk into. So he addresses the past. You see, the thing is, Paul said this in Philippians 3. Dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. Like Paul's going, I, I've, I've like, I'm not even arrived on this. But one thing I do know, I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. You see, you've got to forget the past. You've got to, God said to Joshua, 
right? Moses, my servant, is dead. This is time to get up. This is time to turn around. This is time to face the future and start walking in that direction. Who's with me tonight? Who wants to get rid of the past and get right on to what God wants to do? I know God is speaking to you today because you've got to stop rehearsing your hurt. You lie down and you go round it in your head again and again. And you know what that is? That's like walking around the wilderness for 40 years. Friend, I do not want you to carry on wandering around the wilderness, rehearsing your hurt, rehearsing your fear, rehearsing your insecurity, rehearsing the conversations you've had, the fights you've had, the arguments you've had, the offense you've had. Friend, you've got to close the door on today and you've got to move on. I know I'm speaking to people in this place. And God is going to give you the opportunity at the end of this. And I want you to respond. Stop going over your guilt. You see, it's time to move on from just depending on God to rescue you and stepping into something more. Then God addresses his future. He says, Moses, my servant is dead. And now he says, now, therefore, arise and go. And tonight, I'm going to want you to arise and go. Tonight, when you get out of your chair, you're going to arise into the new. And I'm not just pepping you up. I'm not just stirring you up. I know it's the power of God unto salvation. I know that there you make a quality decision in your life. You're going to leave behind the old and you're going to know. Because when you hear the voice of God tonight, it is part of prayer. It is part of communication. It is part of relationship to respond to God. And it said, and you know, he says, arise and go. Now, when there's an urgency in it, there's power in it. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, who's a, who's, who's a hit the snooze button kind of person? You know, like, who, who sets more than one alarm? Well, I used to, I used to. <laughs> yeah? Oh, God's changing you. That's good. <laughs> How many times, like, I'm, I'm who's, who's a one-time snooze button hitter? Okay, here's a two. Oh, come on, loud and proud. Oh, yeah. Three? 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 Do we have any fours? Whoa! Do I dare ask if we have any fives in this house tonight? No, it's not bingo. That's fine. Okay, amazing. I mean, we, we, if we can procrastinate, right, we will. Yeah? But I tell you right now, if the fire alarm went off in the middle of the night, you'd be up like a shot. I tell you, if if you suddenly woke up the first time you'd overslept and you realise you've got to be at your interview, you've got to be at work, you've got to be at uni, then you would jump out and everything comes into a new dimension. Everything gets more dramatic, everything gets louder. I mean, I know it's like when when the kids were at school, it's like, get up! now throw the beds off you know and and it's just like now and that's the urgency over your life whether you feel it or not that is the urgency of God over your life today to say get up and go it's time for the new get up and go see we get complacent we get sleepy and we go this is the norm this is familiar but God wants you to get up and arise and go. So Joshua makes this choice and it's time to get up 
and go. You know, that faith step, that obedience to that whisper, to the word, to that nudge, to that opportunity. So here we go, right? (coughs) Goodbye, old. New ahead. And what happens when you make a decision to change? We hate that word, don't we? Change, right? They say change is as bad as torture. And it doesn't feel like it sometimes. But here's Joshua. And Joshua is like, now, right, we've made the decision. We're turning away. Moses is dead. This is it. We're rising. We're going. And what does he suddenly approach? He suddenly finds out that right in front of him is the Jordan that is swollen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, any other time of year, okay, that Jordan, you could walk across it. Yeah. But this is harvest time. And the Jordan is so swollen that it's burst its banks. Mm-hmm. Now, I can bet your bottom dollar, if I'm allowed to say that, because I know you all have a bottom. <laughs> but I bet your bottom dollar that when you make a quality decision, yeah. when you decide, okay, I'm going to forgive or I'm going to walk away from that, that you are met with the Jordan. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether you've ever seen a river that has burst its banks, that is flowing so fast, it is intimidating. When you see the um, volume of water that is just coursing through, you think to yourself, if I fell in that, that's it, I'm done. I mean, you've seen the floods on television, you've seen how cars, houses, everything can be swept down by the power of water. And here's... Here's the priests and here's the children of Israel and they're standing there and they're like, oh my word, this is intimidating. And when you go to make a right choice, I want to tell you intimidation will come in like a flood. Fear will try and stop you from taking that step. And that's my message tonight is about taking that step. Step, responding to the voice of God that is speaking into you. Even now as I speak, God is speaking into you. You know what you've got to do. But when you decide to take that step, suddenly you're hit with a spiritual battle. Suddenly you're hit with fear. And you think to yourself, I don't know. I'm actually, I can't do it. I'm actually, I'm quite happy this side. Thank you very much. Because change is painful. And here they are, and they're met by... I mean, we love going um, flood chasing. We're a bit of a crazy family like that. We get some great floods. We're near rivers and stuff like that. And we've got a Land Rover. And, uh, you know, sometimes we just want to go through these floods. It's amazing. Because as you go through the flood, just the water... If you go fairly good speed without drowning your engine, but you can't in a Land Rover anyway. The, the water's just come right over the windscreen and it is just amazing because you can't see for a little while. It's so cool. I mean, you, you look at me like I'm mad. <laughs> you know you'd want to do it too. But anyway, we love it. But it comes to a point where actually even for the Land Rover, no way. It's still intimidating. And there comes a point in your life that you know you've got to take a step but it's so intimidating and fear just grips you Mm. on the inside. But this is what I want you to know. In Isaiah 41 verse 13, it says, and I love this scripture and I want you to see this. For I am the Lord, your God, who takes a hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. 
I will help you. Lift up your right hand right now, every single person. I want you to know tonight that God holds your right hand. He is holding you through the change. He is holding you through the decision for more. God is with you and however much those those fear, intimidation come, I want you to know he's holding your right hand and he's not going to let you go. You can put your hands down right now. I want you to know that, that he is with you through this change. The spiritual battle because you are going to be taken ground you've never taken before. But this is the promise of God. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread, I have given you, as I said to Moses. So when you take that faith step, when you hear the voice of God, you take that step. He is with you and he goes before you. I want you to know today that if you make that decision, he's not going to leave you on your, lo- on your own. But when you take a step into God, when you take a step into that change and you commit yourself to it, I want you to, say, I want you to know that when you're weak, he's strong. I want you to know that when, you, when you're not feeling confident, uh, that the boldness will come on you when you take that step. I want you to know that he doesn't leave you without, that when you take that step, he starts to equip you and he gives you the land of your promise, the promise of freedom, the promise of forgiveness, the promise that you shall prosper, the promise that you shall have hope, the promise that you'll be restored, the promise that you have freedom, the promise that you'll be promoted, the promise that you will not lack. He will do that because the promises are yes and amen and throughout the entire word of God, every place that you put your feet is his and what happened when they stood on that Jordan and this is really important to remember in Joshua 3 15 to 16 it says when the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped in the water the waters upstream stood still because God has won the battle over your life God has won the battle over your life did you hear me God's won the battle over your life The battle belongs to the Lord. And that thing that is frightening, that thing that is intimidated, when the priests who are carrying the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, when the priests put their toes in that water, imagine seeing the rivers just flooding past so fast. Imagine them looking back at Joshua and thinking, you sure? (laughs) Joshua's go, 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 go. When they put their toes in the water, upstream it stopped and they walked on dry land. This is the miracle that you can have in your life. If you take a faith step in Christ, the presence of God goes before you. It's already gone before you. So when you take a step, you take a step in Christ. When you take a step, you take a step into the presence of God. I will hold your right hand. I will help you, says the Lord. And you take one step after another. And before you know it, you've crossed the Jordan and you're into the promised land. Hand lifted high worshipping God because he has overcome for you he has finished it for you you can't do it on your own my friends you have to have the power of the Holy Spirit in your life doing what is needed to be done you might be a big person like Chaz you know tall or whatever 
But I tell you, when fear grips you, it's not funny. Fear is so powerful, it paralyzes you. You can be the biggest person, the strongest, the most confident person. But if you want to step into what God has for you, you will come across fear. You will come across intimidation. Every step that we take that is bigger than us, we will find that fear is speaking to us. I want to say to you, take a step and answer that voice of the Spirit upon your life. It may be you need to take a step towards forgiving. It may be you need to take a step in inviting someone to church next week. Fear and intimidation grips you. Even when you want to forgive, fear and intimidation grips you, but know that God is with you and he holds your right hand. He's never going to let you go. Come on, friends. Come on. Fear and intimidation when you take that step. But I tell you, when you take that step by laying your hands on somebody and seeing them healed, your thrill of your life will be unbelievable. When you lead someone to Christ, the thrill on your life will be unbelievable. Nothing will stop you. That that decision to stop doing what you've been doing and turn around and do something different and change the thrill of the freedom upon your life is unbelievable. Get out of your comfort zone tonight. Honestly, get out of your comfort zone. Give. Maybe you don't tithe yet. I tell you what, take a hold of it and just give because the blessing will be unbelievable. Take a step and God says, I will add it to you. Credit it. Deposit it. Wherever we are willing to go is where God is willing to give. See, the vision of this church is huge. And wherever we're going to go, and I know where we're going, there's so many things in the pipeline God is going to provide. How far you are, you are willing to go with God is how much he will give. I will give you every place your foot hits the ground. In other words, every promise you are willing to step into, he will give you. Let's stop waiting. Pretty sure there's this bizarre Christian waiting room. We're all waiting for something, but we don't know what we're waiting for. Well, why don't you take a step? Why don't you do something? I know the Holy Spirit, step out of black and white. Let's get into color. Let's get into vivid color. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website www.thejunctionchurch.com. God bless.